Hello and welcome to another episode of Soundcheck by Support Act. This is Luke from Support Act and today I am joined by Jaguar Jones, aka Dina Lynch. Thanks for joining us, Dina. Hi. <laughs> if you are experiencing uh, mental health or other wellbeing issues at the moment and you need to talk, make sure you call the Support Act Wellbeing Helpline on 1-800-959-500. It's a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week service for people who work within the music industry whether you're an artist, crew worker, or a music worker, to call up and speak about um, what might be going on in your life. Uh, so thanks for joining us, Dina. No, thanks for having me. And congratulations on your debut EP, Diamonds and Liquid Gold. Thank you. It seems so how, how, weird. How's, <laughs> how's it all going? Yeah, great. Like, I mean, obviously, I didn't plan to put it out in this weird time of the world, but it's also mm -hmm. something I mean working on for so long that I didn't want to put it out either. Absolutely. And, you know, there's a bit of an argument both ways. You know, some people are saying now is not the time to release anything, but also people are consuming stuff more than they probably ever are. So perhaps there's an argument to say that now is a good time to, to, yeah. to release. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely, I mean, even though the music industry or the arts industry has been decimated in this time, it's the time when people seek entertainment as well. And so I think you know, streaming music or streaming um, Netflix and whatnot is uh, a, a necessary means of connection for people in this time. Absolutely. Well, here's hoping that it ends up like Tiger King and captures the zeitgeist of the day. <laughs> it's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> Tiger King, diamonds and liquid gold, yeah. side by Cyber side. queen. <laughs> <laughs> so what was, uh, before we delve into talking about your experiences with COVID-19, uh, Maybe we talk a little bit about the EP and kind of some of the songwriting themes behind it and how it's all come together. Um, I mean, I think this EP for me has been a bit of a journal. Like I, I write quite personally. And so um, the EP and its songs really revolve around mental health and self-discovery and I guess just um, events and um, certain things that happened throughout my life in that period. <laughs> <laughs> in the pre-lockdown the pre, the pre uh, lockdown yeah. world that we used to live in. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, cool. That's great to hear. Maybe we'll come back and talk a little bit more about the record after this. But um, first question today is, where were you when you first heard about COVID-19? Um, I mean, like I was in Taiwan in January and there was just like, I guess, talks, a little bit of rumours about like a pneumonia thing in China, but like we didn't really hear about it. Uh, I guess things started picking up just before I left for the US and, and while I was in Australia, but it didn't seem so, um, uh, I, it, it wasn't a, a pandemic at that time. It wasn't even an epidemic at that time. Uh, and then we embarked on our first US tour and literally within hour by hour, it changed um, so dramatically from epidemic to pandemic to things locking down and flights being canceled and tours canceled and restaurants uh, only doing takeaways and curfews. It was just like, things just rolled really. Wow, it was a wow moment. Yeah. How did you feel? Had you completed your US tour when it was time for you to head back? No, like we had South by Southwest on the list and we had about 14 shows uh, on top of that. And we were only able to do the three shows in New York. 
So we only got to New York, didn't get to hit any other cities and we turned back around and went home. Yeah, okay, right. I know, I know through these discussions and just chatting with people in the industry generally that, you know, obviously we're dealing with the other kind of well-being impacts or health impacts of being in isolation now. But like that first feeling, I can, I can identify as well. I had like a single launch cancelled in that week. Um, that first feeling of kind of I don't know, grief because you've got all of this great work laid out ahead of you and all of a sudden it's gone. Like, how did that feel? I mean, grief was a great way to put it because that US tour was completely an investment tour on my end. And that was years of hard work and um, my own personal finances that I poured in, uh, in just kind of, I guess, sticking my neck out and hopefully being able to launch my music career in a different territory and to have that kind of thrown back at you in your face and then come home and have your security of means for the next four months uh, be taken away from you as well. All of that was just like, I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So there, there was definitely a grief that uh, came with that, but I try to look on the bright side, even though, we had a failed US tour. I actually feel that it was a lot more successful than I, I give it credit for because a lot of conversations still happened over there. And I've been able with the amazing use of technology to have the meetings I was supposed to have over there, but in the comfort of my own home. Yeah. So I'm sure your brain after all of those cancellations took place was pivoting to what next, but something else intervened in the meantime, uh, which is a bit pretty well documented now, but uh, you were unwell and tested positive for COVID-19. How did, how did that feel? Um, it was fine at the start. Like it just, uh, I guess, felt like a common cold. Um, but I guess it definitely was a whack. I mean, you were already so grief stricken from uh, the world that you've spent so long building, crumbling around you. And then this virus hits you and becomes this, a uh, huge slice of uncertainty um, and illness as well uh, that I just have been coping with for 40 days. Um, so I was only discharged yesterday. And so wow. I've been in strict quarantine for 40 days and, um, you know, checking in with the nurses twice a day and um, going to release my EP in an ambulance in the hospital uh, so it was, it was very weird, but um, <clears throat> I like to try and keep a positive outlook and I'm really grateful that uh, we have a really great healthcare. Um, I'm in a lot better uh, position than a lot of other people who, you know, might've needed ventilators uh, and to be hospitalized the entire time. So uh, obviously it's a blow and being unwell and contained for so long by yourself uh, takes its toll as well, just on your emotional capacity in your brain as well. And um, then dealing with how you're going to survive as just as an individual, it was very hard to just kind of balance it all together, but figuring it out, you know, once Make <laughs> Yeah, that's it. So like day to day, I mean, obviously you would have felt crook, but you've got like this, career stuff which is all happening which i guess you were still trying to drive you know maybe once you started to feel better but what did your day-to-day -day look like because obviously you're trying to you know trying to work through your kind of mental well-being at the same time 
Um, for a lot of people who are in lockdown at the moment, that's some of the major issues that people are having is like, you know, how do you keep yourself up and active whilst in isolation? What are some of the tips you picked up in your 40 days of isolation? Well, I wasn't allowed to even go for a walk. So like even when you're in social distancing or self-isolation, you have the freedom to exercise um, and to go to the shops and be independent and look after yourself. I had all of that taken away and for six weeks. So that was really difficult on my mental well-being. I realized that um, I definitely need to move my body to expel the extra energy and anxiety that builds up. And I couldn't do that. So I would just start doing weird things like running on the spot, <laughs> um, you know, uh, trying to do yoga stretches, um, walk, take all my phone calls standing and walk up and down, um, work at my desk standing as well to stay on my feet. Uh, but also just being aware of how I'm feeling and allowing myself to, to, to spoil uh, myself and do self-care. So uh, it was good in a way because the virus made me do a full-on forced stop. And I didn't realize that I was probably running on gas, like empty gas, um, for the end tail there of Jaguar Jones. And I was very much burnt out and the virus made me recuperate uh, listen to my body more and look after myself better. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. You, you've done some, uh, under a previous pseudonym of Spectator Jones, you've done some great mental health advocacy, particularly using art as a medium of communicating. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that and, and how some of this experience might feed back into some of that work in the future? Yeah. So um, I started Spectator Jones before I did Jaguar Jones and um, that was because it was uh, something I needed to do for my own mental health. And Spectator Jones is a people project um, all about mental health. And I interview each person about their habits, vices, anxieties, demons, obstacles, triumphs, struggles, whatever it is that they're comfortable in sharing. And um, I guess, draw a visual interpretation of what they generously shared with me into a portrait of themselves. And then those portraits are posted with a story or a little snippet of what they're comfortable in sharing. And it's basically just to start a conversation about mental health and the importance of mental health and that we all have one. We might not all have a mental illness, but we all have a mental health and we need to be tuned in with that because suppressing and repressing and hiding from it is, um, a lot more detriment, detrimental to your health. Yeah, and in terms of your own mental health and your own mental health journey, do you feel like this experience has um, brought anything up for you or do you feel like you've done the prior work to build the resilience to cope with no, a situation like this? I definitely think it was therapeutic for me and um, it showed the power of community and connectedness and honesty. And so when people were sharing with me, it would uh, open this little door in me and uh, force me to explore a new territory that I might be uncomfortable with, because if they're giving to me, I can't just take it from them. I have to give back. And so it's, it becomes this like um, snowballing process of everyone sharing and supporting each other that soon you realize that your territory is a lot more broad than when you first started off with. And that's what happened for me. Um, when I first started drawing my self portraits, you, 
it was so obscure. You had no idea what I was even um, trying to express. And now it kind of becomes this brain vomit. <laughs> and there's definitely still compartmentalized parts of my mind uh, that I'm still yet to explore. But I have more of a strength and resilience about me because of the whole Spectator Jones journey um, and the art that came with it. Oh, major positives then. That's great. So a lot of people feel the stress at the moment as an artist. Let's just focus on the artist for a second here. To be creative and be like using this time as a pause on everything else to get out there and create their magnus opus, you know, like their big, their big piece. You know, what's your advice and what, and what are you doing? Are you putting that creative pressure on yourself? No, I'm not because um, that can be the very block that you might feel. Um, with creativity, I'm definitely creating a lot, but it's in ways that I wouldn't expect to have um, created. And so when I was bedridden sick and everyone was, you know, starting to uh, retreat back into their isolations, I realized that people were hungry for creativity and so was I, but I wasn't well enough to record music or make music or do my Spectator Jones interviews and draw portraits. So what I ended up creating each week, and I'm on my fifth week now, are colouring books for every song on my EP that I've invited other artists to contribute to each week to just showcase everyone's beautiful works. And it's been this awesome um, transaction of everyone's different interpretations of a similar thing. Um, and that was something that I would have never created uh, outside of Corona. And so that... Um, I guess sparks a creativity in me um, because there's no pressure and there's been a lot of things like that. I've been dabbling with AR stuff just cause and um, <laughs> writing music that normally isn't my like style just cause. And I think the important part is that you're creating, but to eliminate the pressure and expectations you have on yourself on what you will create, because um, that will be a block to you. Yeah, I mean, we all lead pretty busy lifestyles usually. I mean, has this, has this whole time given you a new perspective on time and how to use it and when to not use it and just relax? Definitely. Um, I think it's forced myself to realise that I'm not as busy as I am, uh, like that I thought I was because there was even little joys like learning to cook for myself again um, and taking that time to cook for yourself. I always thought I didn't have time for that and I'd always order takeaway. But the beauty of eating home cooking is a lot more um, therapeutic uh, and necessary, just like a means to stop and just meditate and make food for yourself has been so good. And even just like stopping to watch a movie sometimes, I never allowed myself the time to watch TV shows or movies. And I realized that's okay sometimes, you know, as well. Um, yeah, I think, I think uh, I've become, I've spent the last few years growing self-awareness about my mental health, but um, this coronavirus time has allowed me to tune in with my physical health a lot better too. Yeah, wonderful. So what are you looking forward to in the post-lockdown world and to getting back into, or maybe it's something new that you want to try after all this? Um, I've been in a really creative um, rut, which is great. And in, and in ways that is not normal, which is great again, because I think 
Um, the allure of Jaguar drones is that it's multidisciplinary art as well. And to do that, you need to constantly innovate and try new things. And this time has allowed me to do that. So I'm going to dive in and give it a hot well and see um, where like maybe EP2 will go. Um, so I'm excited for that. But really, I just want to get back into uh, exercising. I went for my first walk after being discharged last night and um must have felt amazing my eyes have never <laughs> looked at trees for a long time like they were hurting so much because i was just like i can't look at trees like it hurts <laughs> i think yeah it was it was uh, i felt like a child really because i was like grass, grass. Oh, great. you know it was great it was a new uh perspective to life <laughs> oh that's wonderful yeah, I mean, just going back to the previous question, like in terms of things that I've been getting back in touch with, like cooking again, I went through a period there. I, I've always fancied myself as a good cook. And then for the last couple of years, I think I just went off it. And I was just like, I'm, I am so sick of cooking. Um, and then this has just made me go, okay, well, I've got the time to cook again and try to you know, focus myself on cooking, which I didn't think would ever come back. And then to go to what you just said about getting outside, like I'm not usually someone who loves going to the gym, but that's the one thing that I'm absolutely craving at the end of this. I'm really excited about going back to a gym after all this and, and doing some exercise because there's only so much time you can spend gardening in your own backyard before yeah. like, I need to go I need to go out and do something. Uh, all right, cool. So what's so now that you've released the E P, what's uh what's next? Like what's now that you're out of lockdown as well? Like what what's um What's next on the agenda for Jaggy the Jones? Uh, well, it only just happened, but um, I guess I'm going to get back onto the performing wagon. I skipped out on that for while I was sick. Um, so I only just did my first live stream performance last week, last weekend for Vice Australia. And it made me realize how much I missed playing and singing. So hopefully I can build my endurance up again uh, and do it the next following weeks. I only sang four songs for Vice Australia and it wrecked me because I've been so unwell. So mm. I hope to just build the stamina again and um, write more, record more, get cracking onto future releases and just keep creating as well. Beautiful. Well, that sounds like you got a lot coming up. Thank you so much, Dina, AKA Jaguar Jones. It's been a pleasure to have on. And for anyone who's tuned in and gotten all the way through to the end, if you're in need of support, make sure you contact the Support Act Wellbeing Helpline on 1800 959 500. It's a 24 hour a day, seven day a week service for people who work in the music industry. Um, so we encourage you to, to give them a call if you're going through a tough time. Uh, thanks again, and we'll see you again soon. Thanks, Luke. Bye. Bye.